Welcome back to Festival Radio. I'm Martin Bamford. I'm joined today by Ian McKenna from FTRC. Ian is hosting the FinTech Cafe at the Festival of Financial Planning. So, Ian, welcome to our show. Thanks, Martin. So Hello, te- everybody. Te- tell us then about the FinTech Cafe. What's it all about? Well, the objective with the cafe, obviously, technology is really transforming the way that uh, advice firms work. It's transforming every aspect of our lives. Um, And the objective of the cafe is we've got 14 organisations coming along and doing 10-minute, you know, elevator pitches just to give a very quick flavour of what they're doing. Um, We're applying fintech-type rules to the demos, so that means no videos, no no slideware. They can only show real code. They can only show real stuff that actually exists. So if it's been shown in the cafe, it's there today. Um, I'd really encourage everybody to come along. Um, We're doing it silent disco style. Um, So you need to come along, grab a headset um, and sit and listen. Um, If I could say to anyone else in the the audience, please don't walk across the stage. One or two people have been doing that. Um, Please grab some headsets and have a listen to to what's going on. There's some really great organisations there. Far too many for me to call out all of them, but a few of my favourites I'll mention. I mean, Sailmover, a company that um, I first came across in the US that do some really impressive work with enabling advisors to do remote meetings with customers. That's really good. Um, There's some great work being done. Um, Obviously, we've got um, Payment Services Directive 2 and Open Banking coming out. Money Hub are one of the organisations that have done a lot of work on the steering group of that. Um, they're really worth watching. Um, there's a couple of my own people from FNTLC. I mean, we've launched um, uh, a robo-power planning tool today to help advisors review workplace pension cases, especially cases where you know the employer's coming up to the triennial review. It's a good opportunity to look... You know, perhaps they had to take whatever they could have been offered when they first mm. auto-enrolled three years ago or more ago. Now they've got money in the scheme. They've got ongoing fund flows. It's a great time for advisors to be rebroking those schemes and reducing yep. the cost to members. Um, we've also got an announcement tomorrow morning. We've done some work which we think will really transform the way in which uh, advisors can look at critical illness policies. Um, also, who else have we got at the show? Um, Fundament coming along and showing their robo advisor. Um, Engage have got their reg tech tool, which Chris Davies tells me really does help compliance make sense. Um, there's a whole load of uh, very innovative mm-hmm. firms that, that have come together. It's 10 minutes to listen to each of them. Um, at the end, from 2.30 onwards, you can give us votes for your best in show. Um, okay. We've got eight um, Amazon Echo Dots, which people who vote will win over the course of the show. Uh, so hopefully that's a little incentive for people yep. to come along, so and, come and, along. and vote. Yep. Um, just to clarify where the FinTech Village is, um, it's in the, the Silicon Valley area. So if you kind of look up uh, above and see the uh, Silicon Valley banner hanging down, which is just behind the white dome uh, yep. which is the the prompts on the screen mm-hmm. um, just behind that you'll find it it's an area made out with uh, cable drums uh, again we've gone for a, 
a kind of startup yeah. feel in that, which is the. And if the, anyone the has any any it. trouble finding it, just come to us at Festival Radio. We'll point you in the right direction because I can see the banner from here actually. So, so Ian, what are the key issues in financial services technology at the moment? What are people thinking about? What are they working towards? I think we're really beginning to make progress in getting over the fear factor with advisors. Um, if we go back 18 months ago, there were a lot of advisors that were very concerned about the robo word and the prospect of robo advice. Um, the reality is that there's still a role for consumers. Sorry, there's still a ro- role for advisors in helping consumers. Um, but for the firms to be profitable and effective, it's about taking as much as the heavy duty operating boring administration stuff mm. out and automating it yep. and you know technology really lends itself to doing that so um, you know we think right now it's a time for all businesses to be all advice firms to be looking at where are the points where they can apply technology um, technology certainly won't be the end of financial advisors that's wrong probably will be the end of financial advisors that don't use technology mm-hmm. you know if, if you're still going to try and do everything on paper or spreadsheets you're just making work too hard so for, for a financial planner who maybe has resisted a move to implementing technology in their business in the past where would you start today if you were still a very much a sort of paper file driven IFA or financial planner which bits of software which bits of fintech would you start to incorporate um I think you have to go, go back to basics and look at, if, if, if you're really talking about someone who has nothing, um, probably your, your starting point is what do you actually do for your basic record keeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and one area that, that that is absolutely crucially important is if you've got a firm where the owner's intending to retire in a couple of years, um, it's a fact. Businesses that have good electronic records sell for significantly more than advisor firms that have no uh, electronic records. Indeed, there are a number of the firms that that their model is to buy up advisor Mm. firms where they deliberately look for firms that have no electronic records Mm. because they can pay them a rock-bottom price and then their model is that they they digitise the business and drive up all the value. So, Mm. you know, to those firms who may have been reluctant... To, to bring in technology, um, my question is quite simple. Do you want somebody else to take the lion's share of the profit in the yeah. value of your business? Um, and it, unless you're unhappy for someone else to take the value of that lion's share, you really need to get to grips with, with these issues. Um, to, to come back to your question, I think you know probably the first point is look at how you're doing your record keeping. Yeah. But it's also a matter of how you're presenting yourself to your customer. Because mm. it's worth remembering, I mean, you know, some advisors take the view that you know, clients are older, therefore they don't use technology. Actually, there's a, a huge body of evidence mm. that suggests that older people, and particularly wealthier older people, yeah. are very much early adopters of, 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 of technology. Um, so, but the point is, if you're only dealing with older people, if you're not recruiting your new customers, your business is actually dying. So again, it's one of those points. Um, if you've got a business that you're looking to sell, that's got a supply of young customers, that's actually a really important point in your valuation. And again, that's when you, there's been some research published recently 
looking at the different ways in which different generations would want to engage with their financial advisors. Um, and baby boomers want to engage in very different ways from Generation mm. X. And when you get to millennials, yep. they've got a completely different approach to these things. Yep. So, you know, we've always got to think, advisors always think about the customer in one way. They always think about what's in the customer's interest. But one of the points to remember is that, you know, if you're not communicating with people in the way that they want to communicate, you're not in their line of sight. Mm. You're, they're, they're not actually seeing you. So if you're going to pick up younger customers, which is important for the long-term value of your business, you've got to be communicating them in the, in the ways that they, they, they would expect. One other thing I'd, I'd, I'd like to take the opportunity to stress is advisors should talk to their children about how they use technology. Mm. Yeah, it's, it, tip, it's yeah. a really, well, your family's been very good at, mm. at, at, at that. And I think uh, yeah, a lot more advisor firms could learn. Um, a couple of firms I, a few years ago I recommended to the principals that, you know, get your children more engaged. And I can think yeah. of a couple of examples where they've gone in and now those, those children have actually roles in the business and listen to them. Mm. You know, take the millennials in your business whether they're your children or your employees, and listen to them about the how, because we've got to be really careful, and I know I say this as one, of, of getting businesses designed by white men in their 50s. Mm. You know, the reality is the world is a very different place. You know, we, we have a rare, very rich and diverse culture, and we need to listen to, to different views yep. on how people want to communicate, because that's ultimately, you know, Technology is a communication tool. Yeah. You know, it's how the world is changing communication day in, day out. Um, but it, it's so important to think about the generation. I mean, you know, we've recently taken somebody into our business straight, you know, graduate straight out of university. We've always previously only recruited um, generally power planners, people that worked in the industry, mm -hmm. but we thought it was important to get somebody in. You get a different perspective, yeah, a different absolutely. outlook. absolutely. Yeah. Ian, thank you so much for joining us, and I encourage everyone who's here at the Festival of Financial Planning to visit FinTech Startup Cafe and check it out, find out what it's all about, and the silent disco concept I think is wonderful, so that's a great way of doing it. Thank you for joining us.